Greetings, welcome to today's Bible College curriculum. Let's go ahead and pray and bring in the presence of our Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Family, students, do you realize that that prayer is an evangelistic prayer? I've been praying that for years and years, and it just hit me. You close your eyes and you see that we prayed for every billion person on this earth. We pray for the kingdom of God to come upon them. We prayed that as we travail, God will provide the bread for us as we go forward doing his kingdom work. That we forgive others as we've been forgiven. As we not get into temptation as we walk through this and then they will keep us from evil as we walk through this. This is not a standstill prayer. It's an action prayer for us to be in service, in the army of the Lord, in the service of our God. So when we say it, we, we, we have prayed for every individual on this earth. And we're ready. We're ready and we're armed and loaded. Lock and load for the work of the Lord. Amen. Let's try that again, please, one more time. Say, and if you can, raise your hands, raise your arms, and say, Our Father, who art in the heavens, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And we're going to be in front of people that are contaminated with evil. And we're going to go in there like doctors and find out the ones that are crying out in their hearts that are saying, there's got to be more, there's got to be more. Sometimes our actions and our words, that's all it takes to fire up another soul and says, I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to seek Jesus. Folks, it's as easy as that. A hungry soul will pick up your vibes, your mentality, and you'll, that's how we got fired up. <clears throat> that's how we got enlightened. No other way. That's, Let's pass the torch to one another. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in here. A little mini sermon before our, our lesson for the 18th of July. Stories by Gloria Copeland, Articles, and Kenny Copeland. Today's scripture is Romans 12, 3. Amen. Let's see what it says. For I say... Through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, 
according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Okay, I'm going to read that in another translation other than the King James. It says, New Living Testament says, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, isn't that amazing? Privilege and authority. I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself. Measure yourself by the faith God has given us or the intelligence. Amen. It's uh, really simple on this. If God has faith in us, say for instance, uh, the pastor gives us his car and he says, go pick up that family and bring them to church. Now, it's the pastor's gas, his car. The pastor has dealt to me a measure of faith. And uh, I feel good and confident and, and, and joyful that I was chosen to do such a task. You know, in my skills of driving and my mannerism on handling the people and talking to them and bringing them to the Lord. I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among us, not to think of themselves more highly than they ought to think, but to think soberly that we've been given grace. In other words, we've been given, we've been forgiven. Never lose the sight that we have been forgiven, that all our ugliness and dirtiness and, and all our insensitivity and meanness and, 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 all the all that stuff has been washed away and forgiven. You know what I'm talking about. The ugliness, the evil that we have been contaminated with has been forgiven and washed away. Uh, and don't think more selves, more highly, like Satan did, and trying to take positions. You know, there's only two things that are important. The, the Lord is with us. If we have a problem, we're to praise Him, thank Him for His power, His strength. And the other is our imagination, which is prayer. Imagining outcomes and praying for them. Those are the two things that are important for us here. Amen. According to this verse and this thought pattern that we're think, talking about. Amen. Okay, now let's follow Gloria Copeland. <clears throat> Do you want to know one of the secrets of staying in the will of God, of keeping yourself from getting off track? Don't <clears throat> overestimate yourself. Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goes before destruction and in a haughty spirit before a fall. How many times have we seen that borne out? How many times do we see believers get into trouble because they get an overblown idea of themselves? They begin to think they're so smart that they have it all figured out. Then the next thing you know, they're thinking they have to strain everyone else out. Instead of just letting Jesus be the head of the church, they feel like they have to step in and do the job. Once that happens, it's just a matter of time before they've, they're flat on their faces in failure. Why? Because the Bible says God blesses and God resists the proud. Excuse me. 1 Peter 5.5. 5. Don't put yourself in a position where God has to resist you. Rate your own abilities soberly. Adopt an attitude of humility. Keep a watch on yourself. And when you catch yourself getting puffed up with your own greatness, repent and remember that every good thing you're enjoying and every bit of success you're having has had come 
by the grace of God and by his power. Behold, I give you power to tread down on serpents and scorpions. Behold, I give you power to get wealth so you can establish his covenant on earth. Look back on your life and see how many times you could have lost what God has given you. See how many times when you were floundering around making every mistake imaginable, his tender and precious mercy pulled you through. Likewise, do. Don't become a legend in your own mind. Instead, humble yourself beneath the mighty hand of God and let God do the exalting that prevents some very painful falls, fails, falls. Amen. Additional scripture reading is 1 Peter 5, 5 and 7 and James 4, 6 and 17. 1 Peter 5, 5 through 7. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders. And all of you dress yourself in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Amen. Now, the recovery Bible says, God cares about our troubles. He watches over us and is continually concerned about our welfare. If we truly believe this, we would turn our worries over to him. However, many of us find it hard to trust God so completely because of our past, we may have trouble believing that anyone is that concerned about us. We may have found that if we didn't worry about our problems, no one would. One way to increase our level of trust in God is to find friends further along in recovery and Christian maturity with whom we can learn to trust. As we learn to share our concerns with others and experience their care for us, we can consciously connect that experience to God. His concern for us is like the concern of a loving friend, only much wider and deeper. Amen and amen. And now a reading of James chapter 4 verses 6 to 17 in the New Living Translation, the Recovery Bible. It says, And he gives grace generously. And he gives grace generously. As the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave the law is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? Look here, 
you who say today or tomorrow, we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to do, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretensions, plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of things that run through my mind. I really like that scripture where it says about the law. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of scriptures in here. But if I humble myself, I get myself on my knees before the Lord and say the Our Father that I'm, in, I'm working for Him, He will lift me up in honor. Okay? i already been through the tears and the sadness and all that. Okay? Sin did its proper lashes and hurts that I, I repented very good 40 years ago. Now we're working on helping others. So I like to change, or I pray this prayer like this. On um, It says, I obey Jesus. I do not judge. God alone who gave me Jesus is the, my, my judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do I have to to judge my neighbor. I should be praying for them and giving them compassion and love, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and move on quickly. We're going to be reading some of the uh, the points to cover on the uh, Recovery Bible, which is extremely good, which are made by people in recovery. It says, most of us have had a hard time modeling submission and humility, qualities essential to the recovery process restoration, because they require that we depend on God and be willing to follow his guidelines. Satan's pride and our adoption of it opposes God's program for healthy and godly living. As many of us know from experience, the way of pride and selfishness only leads to confusion and strife. True contentment comes only when we submit our life to God and His program. As we admit our failures and humbly seek to do God's will, we will draw closer to God. As we draw closer to God, the grip of our dependencies will weaken, and He will lift us up to rebuild our lives. Amen. Many Christian communities are rendered ineffective because of self-righteous criticism. People become critical of anyone who doesn't measure up to their ideas of perfection. Some of us may have experienced this kind of destructive criticism as our addiction became public. Perhaps we even left the church community for that very reason. Sadly, some of us also guilty of criticizing others and being mean. We may look down on people who make slower progress and recovery than we do, we must maintain healthy humility. No one is perfect except God. Only he is in the position to judge others. We need to focus on, on our own faults, including our tendencies to criticize others. If we don't, our recovery is risky. Amen. 
You know, uh, that's why thanking God for others just as they are is the go-to prayer that guarantees against discouragement and saying the wrong thing. Because right away, wisdom, kindness, glory, uh, administered healing chemicals happen in our brains. You know, we activate all kinds of endorphins and all kinds of good chemicals in our brains when we we choose to give thanks for the situation. We turn it into not only the answer, folks, but a helpful countenance that we uh, neutralize the situation and think in clarity terms, with not with rage and old habits. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray out. <clears throat> Thank you for coming in today's uh, lessons and teachings. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Folks, remember the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And Jesus, being the teacher and they're their students, now, don't you realize that that was Jesus' prayer too as he went into the world? As Jesus went into the world, he, he would, for tomorrow, he would say, Our Father said, My Daddy, you are in heaven. Holy is your name. In other words, let your power of holiness come down. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, you're proclaiming, prophesying that the kingdom of God will fall into the world, into the earth. And then give us this day, it's giving my daily strength, faith, hope, aspiration. Hum, you know, we are humble when we ask God for bread, right? So that humbles us right away. Where you, you, we are the best conduct when we're hungry and we're depending on somebody else's to feed us, right? We sit on the table very, with our eyes like puppies and waiting for the meal, being very kind, but we're starving. And we're hurry up and put the food on the table. And then we ask God to forgive us. Forgive me of my wrongs as I forgive. If you forgiven me, let me let go of any discrepancies, Lord. Not to be the judge. And then you, you see wine on the table. You see other people taking it casually. You say, well, for instance, you say, lead me not into temptation. So someone taps your shoulder. Hey, come and take a look at this. I got some Bibles from the 1800s or something. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Hallelujah. From stumbling. For yours is the kingdom and, and all things belong to the Lord. His kingdom, his glory, his power. We, we actualize, we demonstrate where power comes in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you. God bless you. Give them heaven. I hope you enjoy today's session. And... I'm long-winded this morning. Take care, family. Remember, the Lord will bless you. The Lord will protect you. 
The Lord will smile on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord will show you his favor and the Lord will give you his peace. Amen. Guaranteed. I love you.